Let's bring a little bit of levity to the program now. Get your butt out of the way. <laughs> I remember a long time ago that I was told when you use the word but after something positive that you have said, you just canceled it out. Like, I love you, but, and don't you just all of a sudden, you don't feel loved, do you? <laughs> because but really does cancel out what's before it. So I'd like to look at that and how we get our butt in the way and how we can get our butt out of the way. So everything in life comes to you through your very own mind. Everything in life comes to you through your very own mind. Absolutely everything, whether it's good, bad, or indifferent. That's a big one, isn't it? You've got the power to say how much money, health, love, success you are going to have because everything exists as thought first. So I'd like to look at three things today. What is the Word of God? I'd like to look at excuses. And if you have an idea, dot, dot, dot. So let's begin with what is the Word of God? What is it? Any idea? Any idea? <laughs> Any thoughts? Any thoughts? <laughs> it, it can be the Bible. It actually is absolutely everything is the Word of God. And we are the hands and feet of that Word. And that word lives within us as our thoughts, feelings, and beliefs. In Genesis, they say that God spoke the world into existence. And guess what? So do you. Not the world, but your world. Every time you speak, you think, you believe, which is all of the time, you're speaking your reality into existence. That's the power that you've been given by the all that is. In the Gospel of John, it says, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. So every word, every thought, every belief is not separate from God. It's all God. Wow, if we could look at life that way. Even the negative stuff that's going on. Because you know what? We've also been given freedom. There isn't anybody up there pulling our strings to say you have to think this way or behave this way. We've been given the freedom to decide how we choose to think, how we choose to believe, how we choose to behave. And the more that we are that example, the more I believe that the world reflects back to us exactly that. And boy, do we need that in the world right now for us to be the peace. At the beginning of all things is the word or logos, the creator of everything. Logos and God are the same. I bet you didn't think when you were getting up this morning that you would hear the idea that the word, your word, is actually God. And yet it is. That's a pretty powerful thing to be carrying around, isn't it? Actually, 
a wonderful minister, Catherine Ponder, called God the portable paradise. We have a portable paradise with us all the time. And it can be a portable hell too, but you can choose for it to be a portable paradise. The more you become aware of the power of your mind, the power of your word, the more you will demonstrate it. You know, I was watching some YouTube videos, which I do as I research for these talks. And they were talking about some people who really are what you would call in the flow. It seems like everything just kind of happens even before they think about it, it's unfolding. Or they look back and go, oh wow, isn't that amazing how things fell into place and my good unfolded as a consequence of this? And we're all doing that. And so if life is unfolding in a way that seems maybe negative or convoluted, it's because the good hasn't totally revealed itself yet. We sang about perseverance this morning, sticking to it. I mean, that's the whole idea, to have the faith, to have the belief that whatever is going on, as you focus on that which you desire and how you choose to feel, that that's in fact how your reality starts to show up. So be choosy. Know what you want. Say what you want. And when you speak, be very definite. Don't say, oh, I'm going to have a piece of that killer chocolate cake, because guess what that killer chocolate cake is going to do to you? How about that heavenly chocolate cake? Or other statements that we tend to kind of make without thinking about it. Be a deliberate speaker. Excuses. Let's look at excuses. But... Everything good is possible when you look at the presence and power of God within. And I know that if you're in a dark place at the moment, and parts of the world seem like they're in a dark place, there is something very powerful when you focus on the presence and the power of God in this situation. And so you might have been watching the news, or reading the paper, or whatever it is to connect with what's going on in the world and feel pretty powerless sitting in your living room or in your car, wherever you might be. The thing is that you have the power of God right where you are. And how do you choose to use that power? By focusing on that which you desire, knowing what you want not trying to focus on what you want someone else to do, not trying to control other people and their freedom, control you, because that's where it changes. Every time you say, I can't, or you think I can't, or you feel I can't, you're actually denying the possibilities that are available to you. There's nothing so bad as a good excuse. The better the excuse, the worse it is. Just think about that one for a moment. There is nothing so bad as a good excuse. Because it's powerful. That excuse becomes your reality. So have you been making excuses lately? And have they been really good ones? The better the excuse, the more powerful it is. 
So why not have good excuses rather than bad excuses? Disregard your good excuses. That is the problem. Your excuses are too good. Yeah, good or bad, they're excuses, aren't they? And when you make an excuse, what are you doing? Not wanting to take responsibility, perhaps? I don't know. When I make an excuse, I, I don't want to take responsibility for something. That's true. And what would I rather do? Feel empowered and feel like I'm a deliberate creator. And sometimes I forget. I know you do sometimes, right? Maybe not as often as me, but sometimes. Look beyond all the reasons why you can't be, can't do, and can't have. Because you know what? Beyond that is this field of infinite possibility. Think about all that you can be, can do, and can have, and you will discover that you can. You can be a success in any area. So what have you been saying that you can't? You can't make a difference in the world. You can't stop the war. You can't turn off the television. You have to keep watching it. What is your can't? Because yes, you can. And do you have to see the results right away? Maybe that's what's getting in your way. Maybe having a little more faith in the idea that as you are that which you wish to see in the world, it starts to show up for you as your reality. And then it starts to show up for others as their reality. That's how it works. And I know it seems insignificant that little old you can make a huge impact, but you do. Because you're God in action. You're the hands and feet. You are the word. A good excuse has humongous power. I had to look up that word. Is that how it's spelt, do you think? Humongous. The better the excuse, the more powerful it is. It's humongous. You can be what you want to be, do what you want to do, and have what you want to have if you believe in the spirit in you. And then it can start to happen in such a way that you can look back and go, Wow, I never thought in a million years it would unfold in this way and how amazing it is. So transform your butts that are standing in your way. What you say is what you get. So how often have you said, oh, well, you know, that's a good idea, but... So I invite you this week as you move along in your in your day, in your thinking, every time the word but comes up, and not but with two T's, but with one. Because the but with two T's could be kind of fun. But the but with one T, when it comes up, ask yourself, why are you canceling out what you just said? What is it in you that is calling to be noticed? Because your word, what you say and think about yourself, determines your conditions and circumstances in your life. Your word, what you think about, comes about. What you were thinking about yesterday is your reality today. 
So what would you like to think about instead if you don't like what's in your reality today? As you notice the but, you'll learn how to stop letting it program your life. I know that it, often the word but is used for someone else as well. You know, you're talking to somebody and go, you know, they just said, oh, isn't it a great day out there today? And you go, yeah, but... And what did you just do to that wonderful opportunity for a great conversation that was more positive than negative? But, cho but choose to go down the hole of whatever it is that is compelling at the moment. It's an interesting idea. It's a simple little word. It's a three-little word, and yet three-letter word, and yet it's it's so powerful. It's a great day, and sounds very different than it's a great day, but you can be what you want to be. And I know you've heard this. I'm going to say it again. You can be what you want to be, do what you want to do, and have what you want to have if you believe in the spirit in you. There are no limitations. You've created those, either through habit, through believing somebody else, maybe proving it to yourself by over and over again doing something in a certain way, and you think that's the only way that it needs to be. But that's not the truth of you. You have this beautiful ability, this power of spirit within you, and you can change your mind at any given moment, and you can make it end instead of but. Would you say this one with me? Would that be comfortable? If it's not, just read along. I have what it takes because spirit within me can. God's gift of health, happiness, love, success, and prosperity is in me. I look to the presence and power of God in me for continued health, happiness, love, success, and prosperity. Thank you, spirit in me. So something I'd like you to remember, and that is that if you have an idea, there's almost like an energetic monofilament to the answer, to the resolve, to the opportunity at the end of an idea. So let's say you have an idea about, what might it be? Give me an example. An idea of getting a puppy. That idea of getting a puppy means that there is a puppy waiting for you, and it's the right and perfect one. If you have an idea of having the perfect partner, that idea means that that perfect partner is attached to you energetically already, because you wouldn't have the idea if it didn't already exist. If you have the idea of being healthier, then there is the answer to that. Yes, the answer is yes. The idea of health is at the other side of that idea of wishing health. And everything started with an idea. You started with an idea. And it was an idea, perhaps, of your parents having fun. <laughs> or maybe they deliberately decided they were going to have you. One way or the other, everything started with an idea. As long as you have an idea, you have enough. Hear that. As long as you have an idea, you have enough. That is the biggest, most powerful currency that you could ever have, 
It's beyond money, it's beyond time, it's beyond strength, it's beyond, even beyond belief. Because the thing is that that word, that idea, has power. If you have an idea, you have everything, because every idea has its own mechanics built into it. And that's that, I'll call it that invisible energetic monofilament that reaches out and is attached to the answer to that. The mechanics of that idea already exist. It's almost like the, the user guide is already available and you just have to read what to do. Every idea has its own mechanics built into it. Believe in that. So have you had an idea that's been whirling around and maybe you've even put it on the shelf a few times and thought, oh, well, I'll just give up on that. And then you pull it back out and think, okay, well, let's try this again. And you go maybe back and forth with it. Know that the mechanics of that idea coming into your life already exist. So don't give up. Don't give up. Henry Ford started with an idea, and what was that idea? Transportation, a horseless carriage. And you can believe that Harry Ford, when he, or Henry Ford, when he spoke to people, thought, you're crazy, man. Horses are so much better. Steve Jobs had the vision. Computer for the rest of us. Now there are people walking around with multiple devices in their homes, in their pockets, in their cars, and all started with someone by the name of Steve Jobs. When you believe in an idea, this idea will lead you to take all the, the different steps to develop the idea of whatever it is. So maybe you're not Henry Ford or Steve Jobs, but you're you. And there is something special about you you are unique, you're magnificent, you're powerful, you're wonderful. And the ideas that you have are unique to you. And as you embrace those, know that the answer, the mechanics are already there. The power of an idea is unlimited. It's only limited by what you're willing to put it into a, a box about. But you don't have to. Unity teaches people to think positive. But how useful is that, to think positive? It's a start. It can get your beliefs going. But does thinking positive really get you to where you need to go? Action has to happen, doesn't it? Some kind of action. Believing in an idea is practical. The belief leads you step by step to take the right action. It attracts all the right people, circumstances, and actions. I know that the moment that I decided that I wanted to live in Ontario again, I had the idea to call Pat Ball. <laughs> and Pat Ball said, we're looking for someone here in Hamilton. <laughs> and the uh, opportunity closes in about three days. You call just in time. Now, who knew? But I had this idea that I wanted to live in Ontario again. And that idea led to me making a phone call from a prompt I had in my head, an idea.
Pat Ball. So thank you, Pat Ball. <laughs> Here I am. And your ideas are the same. Haven't you had an idea and then another idea comes up that causes you to do something and all of a sudden you're on the road. Here we have someone in the audience who's moving. She had some idea and then ideas kept flowing and now she's packing <laughs> and she's moving on up to the south side. <laughs> Two weeks faster even. And it's spirit at the helm. You are at the helm of that idea. It's okay to protect your seedling idea. It will be a giant oak tree eventually. And that comes from the idea that sometimes our ideas are tiny and tender and maybe even a little bit delicate. And to share them with someone else that perhaps doesn't believe as you believe can cause that little seedling of an idea to be just squelched, stomped on. So know that it's okay to protect a delicate idea until you feel strongly about it. You don't have to share everything until you feel strong because do you need someone to pull you down? And I'm sure you can think of ideas that you have had in the past. You shared it with someone and they went, but and gave you all the reasons not to do it. So don't share it until it's getting to be an oak tree. Okay? That's all I'm saying. There will always be people who criticize the creative-minded person. Jesus said on one occasion, cast not your pearls before swine. And that's what he meant by that. Don't put your delicate, wonderful, pearl-like ideas in front of someone who doesn't appreciate them, doesn't believe in them, doesn't understand them. It's not worth it. You don't need to have them on your side. You have God. You don't need anything else. Jesus wasn't talking about people. He was talking also about states of consciousness which do not appreciate creative ideas. And right now there are states of consciousness in the world that do not appreciate ideas of peace, for instance. But we can be the peace, and we can transform the world. It starts right here, right now, with each and every one of us. Not everyone is in a state of consciousness to appreciate creative ideas. But they are sometimes. And when you have an idea that is strong and you feel good about it, then share it. Then yell it off the rooftops. Do whatever, or be quiet about it. It's okay. But recognize that there is a process in evolving beyond where you're at. And sometimes you need to protect it as you move along until you get to that place where you are the consciousness of that which you desire. So don't worry about what others think. Just forge ahead and let your light shine anyway. Just forge ahead, which I know you do. Have you? <laughs> this was interesting this week. If you can't decide between two things, that can be difficult, right? Have you ever been in a situation where you're kind of vacillating between two things? You know what the solution is? Ask someone else to decide for you. <laughs> and you know immediately if it's a good idea or not. So that I invite you as you move through 
this next little while. If you're vacillating between a couple of ideas, just say, uh, hey, Laura, I'm thinking about either red or blue. So which one would you choose? Red. <gasps> I want blue. <laughs> Immediately, I wanted blue. But let's say I was thinking red anyways. It would, I would feel it in my body. Yeah, red is right. Thanks, Laura. I'm thinking between red and blue. What do you think? Blue? Oh, no, I, I guess it has to be red. <laughs> but do you see what I mean? Like, think about that. What, we are hardwired to know the answers. We have the answers within, no matter how much we might say that, oh, I really don't know. Get someone else to make that choice for you, and boy, do you know in an instant. And after a while, they'll ask you how you did that amazing thing that you did. Because you went with the wisdom within. So let an idea reveal itself to you, however you do that. Think of a problem or a challenge. Place your hand on your heart and say, spirit within me, reveal an idea. Especially if it's something that you're struggling with. But it can be a fun exercise to start your day. What idea might lead my day today, spirit within? And put your hand on your heart and see what idea bubbles up. As you open yourself to the spirit, it opens itself to you. Actually, it's always open. It's you who's deciding not to focus on it. Whatever you open yourself to, it opens itself to you. Are you ready to be open? I don't see anybody <laughs> nodding yes. Are you nodding yes at home? I see you looking at me going, don't look at me. <laughs> Nod yes. Be open. Open to the wisdom within. Stop using words like but. I would like to but because it gets in your way. It stops creative ideas from coming. It takes the wind out of your sails. Unless you use your word but like this, and this is what we would like to call at Unity denials and affirmations, and that is even though this is going on, so what might it be that's going on? Even though this is going on, but, I choose to be the peace I wish to experience in the world. I choose to be in love the way that I feel good. I choose to feel happy because I deserve to be happy. Even though this is going on, but I choose to be happy instead. So think about something, even though this is going on, Maybe it's the war or the beginnings of that. Maybe it's financial difficulties. Maybe it's your search for something. Even though this is going on, but I choose to allow my good right now, whatever that is. So say this one with me again. We said it once before, but let's do it again. I have what it takes because spirit within me can 
God's gift of health, happiness, love, success, and prosperity is in me. I look to the presence and the power of God in me for continued health, happiness, love, success, and prosperity. Thank you, Spirit in me. So, what is the Word of God? It's God. It's you. Excuses, but... And if you have an idea, the mechanics are already built into it. So get your butt out of the way. And let's anchor this with, I am the thinker who thinks the thoughts. Yeah.